Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the Unplanned Journey podcast. Today we venture into the unexpected terrains of life's serendipitous twists and turns. In this chapter of our series, we are honored to share the inspiring stories of individuals who have embraced the magic of the unplanned. From chance encounters that opened doors to unexpected opportunities to unforeseen challenges that became stepping stones to personal growth, each tale reflects the resilience and courage it takes to navigate the unknown. Get ready to be captivated by these extraordinary journeys and discover the beauty that lies within life's most unplanned moments. Let's embark on another remarkable episode of the unplanned journey, thriving amidst the unpredictable. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the wonderful Rahavin Bull. Rahav is a leader, a co-owner of an international business consulting firm, a mentor, a lover of innovation and a mother. A growth strategist with a strong background of over 15 years at marketing and strategy management for international corporations, expert in innovation, process and international scaling. Rahab believes that, that to become a le- great leader, one should create a balance between strengths, passion and values. Welcome to the show, Rahab. Can you share uh, Can you share more about your journey and uh, a little bit more about your company as well? Sure. So first of all, thank you so much for inviting me. It was a pleasure meeting you. Um, so uh, you basically said everything about me, like in general, but I will, um, maybe I will um, put some more data about myself and then say that I believe um, that a great leader or a great person is a person who is balanced between his or hers, let's speak about her, uh, her strengths, passions and values. And if you find like the right balance between all three, you will be so super, super happy in your choices and profession. Um, So that's what I believe it. Um, you said it, I'm, I'm, I'm a mom and I want to emphasize that as well because, you know, there were so many years that I, I kind of, I kind of hide this, uh, part of my life because I felt that, you know, maybe people will underappreciate me because I have kids. Uh, so today I'm very proud to say that I'm a mom. I'm very much involved in my kids' life. I'm the head of PTA at their elementary school and I'm engaged in everything that has to do with the community as well. Um, Another thing that I want to emphasize is the fact that I love women empowerment. That is one of my greatest value and that is something that um, I'm I'm cherishing and and, uh, doing everywhere I can within my my community, within business, um, joining other women. I think it's it's an amazing uh, value to carry. Well, that is amazing being a mom and, you know, being a co-owner, being a founder of, a you know, a, an organization leading a company. It's really amazing. I know there might be a lot of challenges uh, coming with this as well, because, you know, you're doing two jobs, to be very honest, um, you know, at home and then outside as well. So uh, can you share a significant story of your unplanned event or a detour in life that led, led you to a completely um, unexpected path? Oh my God, absolutely. Um, so years and years I've been working as a, you know, a salary employee at an international corporations, um, working like a small uh, rabbit in a, in a lab or, or a mouse in a lab. Um, I, I apologize for all those, uh, vegan people. I'm, I'm also not pro, um, you know, uh, lab mouse. But uh, I was working around the clock for other people. 
Um, my latest job was uh, kind of like my dream job. Uh, I was dealing with innovation. I was running teams of engineers and we created uh, growth engines for the low tech industry here in Israel. Um, and um, I was also practicing in business development, traveling around the world, speaking on biggest um, uh, stages and speaking about the Israeli innovation that we're doing here. Um, I had a boss which I kind of admire at the beginning because she was like, you know, so pro-woman and everything, but it was kind of a fake, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, it was very a uh, stressful relationship. And after one and a half year, which I absolutely loved the work, I have to say it, I say it was like my dream work. I decided that, you know, I had enough. I cannot live with this stress um, and it's not that I'm not an hectic person or hard working or um, not giving all of myself and soul and, and you know, everything I own to, to work. But uh, I couldn't deal with it anymore. It was very pity, very, very harsh, uh, very unhealthy relationship, kind of toxic. And then I uh, came to a decision to resign. It was February 2020, like um, approximately one month before we hit it uh, with COVID and we had the first quarantine here in Israel. Wow. So that made my life very, very like upside down because I didn't plan to be a self-employed. I started to look for uh, new jobs and then COVID. And then everybody were hysterical. Everybody, you know were closed at home and did not look for any more employees. They didn't know what to do with their own employees that now sitting in at home. So um, after like the initial shock, I understood that I need to take all my, again, strengths, passions and value and to create something by myself. So for me, it was an amazing unplanned journey, like really like all, I mean, nothing I planned uh, in, in, in the past. I mean, if, if you ask me like five years ago, where do you see yourself? So I, I would say like a CMO of a big company, um, you know, um, working at a startup, doing something like that, but mm -hmm. never have I said that I'm going to be a self-employed and having uh, and my own company. So, um, so yeah, so that was a, a turnover of everything I thought. Uh, and it came with a lot of uh, baggage because, again, if you are not planning something like that, so how should I do it right? Yeah. Right? Um, so, yeah, so there's a huge story about that as well. Do you want me to to uh, to elaborate about that? Yeah, so that was going to be my next question. And I mean, kudos to you uh, for doing this kind of transition during COVID time when everybody was struggling. Uh, and that was the next question when you said about the baggage, like what were your emotions around this? Like, you know, how did you cope up with this change or this transition? What were your exact, to be very precise, what were your emotions at that time? Yes, emotion wise. So I was terrified. Uh, I was actually terrified, kind of hysterical. And I'm not an hysterical person. It's like I'm, I'm just the opposite. I'm very, very planned person. So for me, I mean, everything got like blur and messy 
and I needed to, you know, to recalculate everything again. And since I'm such a planner, I'm like, I'm, I'm great at like planning trips, birthday parties, uh, birthday concept parties. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm great at planning. So I needed to like calm my brain and, you know, the storm that I had in my brain and then to start um, build and plan my unplanned journey. Uh, yeah. And I love, by the way, the name of the podcast because it really, really describes um, exactly what I'm, what I was doing. So I needed to plan, and for me, planning was to, you know, to create first of all um, understanding and clearness. And for me, clearness is to, uh, you know, to write myself my vision. And how do I go? I mean, that's my vision. And how? Okay, now I'm here. How do I go from here to here? So to create like baby milestones in order to reach my vision. Um, for me, as a business person, it's also come with creating a business plan. And you know, I, I'm just saying because you know people are thinking about business plan and they are like, oh my god, I know no shit about you know how to create a business plan. But no, a business plan could be also like very very simple Excel sheet that you are putting your thought into it yeah. and you don't like build you know a huge pnl you are not a corporate you don't need to build yourself a huge pnl you just need to put like um some milestones also in your business plan just to make sure how much you need to earn and yes the vision and you know the ambition yeah. is to be a million of course everybody mm -hmm. wants that i would like to create myself an exit right good that's the vision let's get there but I mean, the baby milestone should be um, implemented, like you know, step by step. Just how much money do you need to um, to earn? How much money are you spending, like on your business? Yeah. Not like you know, spending on clothes, shoes, hair, whatever. Uh, you know, kids. Not that. Like really, how much do you need to spend for your business? And then create simple template and understand that it will take some time. And that's something that it took me like. A lot of time to understand that now I think it's been three and a half years that I'm, I'm self-employed and only for the past one and a half year, I'm like good in my business plan. I mean, it's taking time. And that is something that, you know, a lot of people told me that, that you know, that it will take you at least two years to get back on your feet, to be balanced. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a very, um, I, I, I'm rushing. I'm always like ahead. I wanna, I wanna achieve this this uh, goal, but I wanna achieve it yesterday. You know. Mm -hmm. So for me to wait two years, it was oh my god. I mean, I need to, you know, embrace all the patient in the world in order to do that and understand that you know, um, to get rid of all all, all the noises. Like the imposter syndrome was like banging in my head all the time. Um, and you know, your belief in yourself. So you said about, mm. emo you ask about emotions. So, you know, the emotions were that, can, can I do it? I mean, I second doubted myself like every single moment. Uh, can I do it? Can I charge from somebody on consulting this and that amount of money? Will they pay me? I mean, you have yeah. a lot of questions. And that is, uh, I mean, you're getting crazy from the amount of yeah. questions that's running through your head. Um, 
but then when all the noise and everything went into place so the the main thing that i realized and that is also a, a emotion kind of a, a issue is that you need to be very very self-driven if yeah. you're not self-driven if you're not highly motivated okay so not like every single day because okay you are a person sometimes you have a mood sometimes you know it's raining outside and you don't want to wake up from your bed you know things like that but most of the time you have to be very motivated very self-driven and very determined to, to 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 realize that you set this goal already so remember this goal you need to get yeah, it yeah you need to get there so you know you need to get out of the bed you need to be proactive you need to um push you need to be your own ceo and that is something that i kind of you know realized that i need to do everything besides the business plan you need to do your own marketing you need to be your own business development so like everything that i've done in my life in so many different corporations um yeah i needed to do for myself yeah. So hopefully, you know, one day we will be a cooperate as well, but maybe, maybe not. And, and that's, that's fine too. Well, all the best for that. And I really loved when you said, you know, you need to be your own CEO. So I do believe the same, like, you know, you, you are your own decision maker. Nobody else is going to come and take decision for you. And nobody should be able to do that because in the end, you will find a lot of support, a lot of guidance, and that is really valuable in your life because you need it. But in the end, you need to make sure what makes you happy and you go for it. So being your own, and um, the word that you use, imposter syndrome, that relates so much because of many of the times people are like, am I capable enough to do this, even for applying for a job or transitioning in the career? But in the end, it's all you know inside so i just feel like for me imposter syndrome is just a psychological term it's not a disease i have seen many people talking about imposter syndrome as if it is a disease that i have imposter syndrome but i've always said that it's not a disease it's just a psychological term you need to uh you know remove that term from your head and everything will be fine of course it takes a lot of efforts it, it's uh, easier said than done but uh in the end when you try build your own confidence be your own decision maker and go for it just try for it just go for it that's how you you know take it out of it but um uh, interesting i mean i would really love to know if uh, there are any hit did you uncover any hidden opportunities or unexpected benefits during this unexpected path of yours and how did you navigate through it uh of course there were so many benefits um and i think that you know I think the first the first one is to um to 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 start something of your own it's it's taking a lot of um maybe you know what it's considered maybe maybe it's considered to be a little bit superficial but uh you know when I was working at an international corporation I was traveling a lot like you know I was heading to a convention in Chicago and then in London and then like flying and and when you are a self-employed, you kind of, I mean, my my, my uh, initial fear was that, you know, I won't be able to support myself with uh, self-development. Because, again, flying, doing things, uh, seeing the world and also, like, evolving professionally. 
but then I kind of got it. I mean, now I have to say I, I'm going I'm, I'm going backwards and forward. So I, I, I apologize for that. But today as um, having my own um, um, business uh, consulting agency together with an amazing partner, uh, female pa partner, of course, um we are traveling we are flying away to amazing places places i've never been before and i was uh, uh you know i was working in an airline for seven years so when i'm telling you that i <laughs> never been to places such places before never been to them really really amazing places amazing people so that will be a check on this like superficial thing that you know flying and you know like breathing yeah. a little bit like a different air and a different environment and everything of course has to do with business so that will be one and then i was touching a little bit about um self-development and again i kind of understood that you know when again working at big corporations so you had a lot of opportunities for self-development you had a lot of courses and you know they pay you to take courses and they send you to do uh, uh, you know all kind of workshops and then when I decided to be a self-employed I asked myself okay so how will I you know develop my my skills how will I do that so for me one of the things was to um be a part of the be a part of the group create myself the the um the group that I want to be a part of um, as I said at the beginning, um, my, my, one of my values is empowering women. So then I found during COVID, remember I started that uh, on, in COVID time. Um, so I found the female factor, which is the, um, an amazing um, um, global female uh, leader uh, community, which uh, we actually met each other from there. And I really cherish this group because it made me... Um, it gave me a lot of value and a lot of um, um, a lot of um, self um, self awareness about my abilities because they have a lot of programs of mentoring. So immediately I volunteered to become a mentor of other female uh, female leaders in the world. Um, discovered that a lot of other women has uh, similar challenges, and that is kind of amazing to to realize and understand that. And it actually reflected on me because if you are doing mentorship for a younger or different, it doesn't have to be a younger, a different kind of woman, you actually, you understand that you are helping or assisting yeah. her to see something yeah. in herself, but she's also assisting you to see your strengths and abilities and capabilities of your own. And that is something that you can take to yourself. And I love that as well. I also established there in the female factor something that I felt kind of missing because I love innovation. I deal with innovation and technology all the time. And then I felt that, you know, uh, an innovation circle is missing. So I established there an innovation circle, which is a group who is now have, I think, over 400 women from wow. all over the world. And uh, yeah, thank you. And then like for two years, each month, we were doing um, a presentation for a different sector of the female of the of the ecosystem, like you know, uh, food tech, femtech, uh, agrotech. I mean, whatever. 
And then it made me, I mean, by the way, self-development. So it made me all the time like research, um, uh, be up to date, um, understand things that are going on in Europe. Mm-hmm. And that kept me all the time up to date. So for me, it's an amazing self-development. And also, and last thing is that I think that, you know, being a self-employed made me understand the importance of agility. Kind of like in startups that you have to be uh, agile and, you know, uh, change your ways mm-hmm. and create a lot of pivots. So during my journey, my, my unplanned journey, I really, really love this. <laughs> uh, my, my unplanned journey as a self-employed. Um, so, uh, I found out that, you know, you have to be agile all the time. You need to, um, you need to adjust yourself to what the clients need. Um, to, um, to, to the changing environments of everything. Um, so, you know, even if now I need to learn, oh, I needed to learn already. I know how to, I use like chat, uh, GPT, for example, or bread or whatever. I mean, those are tools that, you know, nobody taught me how to use them or, you know, uh, gave me like a, a short course of, workshop in how to do that if i wanted to use something yes it's like a a long journey of self-learning so that is also something that you know if you need to be agile um that is something that i i learned very quickly well i love that you know being agile that is really important and as you said self-learning is really i mean in this world uh, you need to keep up with the current trends, you know, otherwise you'll be backslashed a lot. <laughs> and I think I think that's the beauty of being self-employed. You don't have to wait for somebody yeah. to feed you up with a spoon. True, true. You can just, you feel that you need some more knowledge. You can like collect it. You can learn by yourself. Yeah, so. yeah well, and uh, well done on creating that innovation uh, center for the women. You have such an amazing crowd joining you. Uh, do send me the link as well. I'll also join <laughs> and we'll share with the audiences as well. So I know you've been mentoring a lot of women out there, a lot of people. So do you have like any mentor in your life or did you find any support in your life through this unplanned uh, journey of yours? And if you want to share some individual stories or anything like that. I will. I will share. So first of all, I know that my husband um, is not having any social media at all. But I will say that my husband, because I mean, I think that your uh, spouse or your significant other uh, should support your path. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's going to be a very, very bumpy road. So first yeah. of all, like, you know, cut us to my husband. Um, but the second person is the... Um, I don't know if it's her or it's me, but I chose to take a mentor when I decided that I want to uh, be a self-employed. I decided that I want to do it right. I need to plan it mm-hmm. right, as I as I mentioned before. And then I have to have somebody to guide me at least for the like the, the first steps on, on the road. So I took a very, very great mentor. She retired already. Uh, she was Israeli, now living in Provence, France living the life, but she was amazing. She put a mirror in front of my face and made me realize what my strengths are because I couldn't see them. I mean, I mean, I couldn't see them. Like everything was so blur. 
Um, and the third person, which I want to speak about um, like a little bit longer, is my amazing uh, business partner. Her name is uh, Priel Manes, and she's uh, ex-Israeli living in Germany. And we found each other. It's a very, very funny story. We found each other um, in a Facebook group, like a um, business uh, woman, Israeli businesswoman Facebook group. I posted something, I think, about the female factor, how mm -hmm. much I adore this community and, you know, um, urge people to join the community and everything. And she reached out, not in order to join the community, just because, you know, everything I wrote there was interesting for her. So we actually met like one and a half year ago and um, we realized that we have a lot in common and that we have to do something together because we were like overlapping of what we're doing. Both of us were business consulting. Both of us worked with startups, Israeli, uh, European, whatever. And then um, she already had the company, but then I joined and then we started developing like the entire summer. We start, we set and developed programs for innovation hubs, business games, uh, all kind of like plans and workshops. And we wrote everything. We created a website. We've done everything right and um, create the business development path that we want to mm -hmm. go to. And that was so amazing. I mean, I mean, and today we've done a journey ourselves. I mean, think about the fact that we are two women who are not living in the same country. Uh, yes, we do speak the same language, but we have um, some differences, of course, because we are different people. But we've done a journey, first of all, in the business. Maybe, maybe first of all, personally, you know, getting to yeah. know each other and becoming from a single um, consultant to uh, a dual consultant and creating a firm. Today, we have 15 um, uh, experts on board uh, working with us, and it's actually became an international um, firm since we are working all over Europe and um, Brazil, India, and other places in the world. So. It actually became a thing and we've done it. We've done it with our own ends. We are creating the business development ourselves. We're reaching out to ambassadors, to a governmental, um, you know, uh, institutes. Um, we are reaching out to whatever targets we, uh, marked ourselves. So we are super, super proud on that. And for us, both of us, it was, uh, we immediately realized that one plus one is equal three. <laughs> So it's better to join together and, you know, better yeah. to do it with uh, another woman from my from my point of view. Well, well done and uh, more power to you both. Congratulations on establishing such a wonderful, you know, uh, organization. So um, just last question for you, I promise. Um, so for those listeners on our podcast who may currently or, you know, outside us, who may currently find themselves on an unplanned journey or unexpected path, what insights uh, would you share with them or give them to embrace this unknown and make the most out of it? Um, the first thing that I would like to say, and I'm 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 not a spiritual person, but I truly believe in that. That you need to listen to your heart, mm -hmm. and you need to follow your intuitions. Uh, you know, a lot of smart women that I know, uh, including myself, I have to say, and some of my best friends, are like turning off their intuition and mm -hmm. uh, creating rationalization of every single decision that they are making in their life. 
And for me, you know, if you need to, if you have like, a, if you can tune things, so turn on the intuition part and turn a little bit off, not, not completely, don't shut it down, but mm -hmm. a little bit off, you know, the rational part, yeah. because usually your gut's feeling has it right. So I know it's it's very like it's very spiritual and you know a lot of people will say no uh, you have to put your uh, brain into it so my brain is everywhere it's there it's lie there on the floor all the time like it's it's very present but for me yes listen to the intuition and follow and then um I do understand that I do know that you know a lot of things are are happening for a reason um and and believe i'm i am truly a believer in that so i believe that if you're opening your heart and mind to um, meeting new people to creating yourself some new opportunities you will gain if you want gain now you will gain eventually it doesn't matter i'm not waiting like you know to cash my 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 payback now i'm not doing that i'm like doing good to the world and then it's coming back to us to, to us so yeah. that's 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 what i believe in well i love that you do good and the you know it'll come back to you as well sometime or the other hopefully. so yeah hopefully <laughs> i'm still a believer well, it will it will i do believe the same and again i'm not spiritual as well but i do believe in a lot of optimism around and you know um just sometimes you just not have to switch off of everything and just listen to yourself, listen to your heart. So thank you so much, Inbal. I really love this conversation. And as we reach the conclusion of this captivating episode on the uh, unplanned journey of an innovation enthusiast, we are reminded of the wondrous possibilities that unfold when one embraces the unplanned with a heart full of curiosity and a mind open to endless opportunities. So our guest experience have shown us that amidst life's unpredictability, innovation can bloom and creativity can flourish. So throughout this episode, we have witnessed how unexpected detours and chance encounters have ignited sparks of innovation within our guests at Sony. Their story is a testament to the transformative power of uh, embracing the unplanned with enthusiasm and a passion for exploration. We extend our heartfelt gratitude to our guest Rafa for um, sharing her innovation uh, journey and invaluable insights for us. Her passion and vision have undoubtedly left a lasting impact on our podcast and our listeners. So thank you so much all uh, for joining us on the Unplanned Journey. Stay tuned for more inspiring stories and empowering conversations. Until next time, may you embrace the Unplanned with a lover's heart and may innovation lead you to extraordinary destinations. So if you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay connected with us, we invite you to hit that subscribe button or follow our podcast channel. We value your support and appreciate you being part of a podcast community. Together, we can continue to explore fascinating topics, share empowering stories, number of challenges we face and ignite a spark of inspiration in each other's lives. So thank you again for tuning in and we look forward to having you with us on the next episode of The Unplanned Journey, Thriving Amidst the Unpredictable. Thank you so much, Inbal, for joining us today. Thank you, Jamantika.